At Pathways Financial Credit Union, we know things come up that might require extra family funds. You could use the equity in your home to help pay for almost anything, from home improvements to a family vacation. Our home equity line of credit has rates and payments much lower than a traditional loan or credit card. Find out why Pathways is the fastest-growing credit union in Ohio over the last 10 years. Visit one of our convenient locations or check us out at PathwaysCU.com. Offer of credit is subject to credit approval. Pathways is an equal opportunity lender and is federally insured by the NCUA. Stand by. I'll be right there. It's time for the Wiener Shake Show, Wiener Shakers. To get involved, please call 302 Broad Dog. That's 302 729 3664. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. And now, hold down your pants and squid box your gabagools. Because we're about to blow the lid off of this bitch. It's the Wiener Shake Show. And now, here's Greg Wiener and Imran Shake. Alright, we're ready to go. Rock and roll. What's up, tit fart? What's up, man? How are you, man? Good, you sound like a garbled whore. You literally sound like you're broadcasting from the trunk of a car. Were you, are you kidnapped? What's going on? Yes. Is Tom Hanks taking you south of the border? I don't know where we're going. But she's driving fast. Driving in a fast car. Da, 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 da. You know that Tracy Chapman song? I was playing that on the radio probably before you were born. Like, that's impressive. I was playing Tracy Chapman before you were born. My roommate in college played that song and two DMB songs. Dave Matthews Band. On repeat all the time. Right, which song? The one with the violin. <laughs> Does that narrow it down? I think that's a fiddle, actually. I don't know. The one where his voice cracks? Does that... The space between us... That's my Dave Matthews band impression. The space between us and... What's the other one? It's horrifying, by the way. So we're starting the show off two hours late. Is Did something happen? I know you, you texted me that you got waylaid. I... Yeah, I... I, I don't know why, what, why you had to use the word waylaid. To anger you. Goal accomplished. I know polysyllabic words set you off. Um, I, I had errands to run and, uh... Did you wake up late or something? Did you have a bowel movement that took long? Did you shit yourself? No, no, act, act, well, I'm not gonna lie. My BM this morning did Mm -hmm. set me back. It was an unexpected overflow, uh, is the term I'm gonna use. We're talking, we're talking flash flood warning in the bathroom, if you know what I'm, if you know what I'm saying. So you pissed out of your asshole, I mean, uh, it was a little lumpy. The thing I had to do, it took longer than I thought it would, and it just, and I was stuck in a waiting room for, like... You're stuck in a waiting room, so were you uh, waiting for Violin Girl to come out of doctor's office and... I am not going to lie. I think about if if I need to go to a hospital, God forbid, God forbid, I need to go to that particular hospital. What particular that she works at? Yeah, I think I assume it. I'm assuming she's still working at that one. I didn't know she worked at a hospital. I'm surprised you didn't force some kind of injury to happen by now. If you knew that. Yeah, well, I don't want to self-harm. Because, well, actually... You have IBS. <laughs> that That's a real good come on to her. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, no. Uh, and she'll be like, is the IBS a cover to come see me? And I'm like, no, actually, that's real. I, I do need assistance with that. <laughs> but how are you? What I think about, I, you know, it's hard to talk about because I don't want to get too specific. Uh-huh. But my sister is in a field that would cause overlap with her and i sometimes hope that maybe there's an overlap that way is your sister like a hot little indian candy striper at the hospital that uh you're uh, candy striper yeah little volunteer i see i envision your sister is like young and like indian and you know with the the whole get up on and the dot and the whole bit. Do, do you, does sure. she have the dot? The get up. Uh, no, she doesn't have the dot. <laughs> the dot. Okay. Hey, listen, that's a, a normal question to ask when you're speaking with somebody of Indian descent. No. It's not racist. Yes, it is. No, well, it's not. The, the, the dot. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, I can't really get on my high horse because I don't know what it's called. Not surprised. The dot is a, a Hindu thing, and it's usually given to, if I'm not uh, mistaken, to women who have just gotten married or it's before what? they get married. No. Yeah. It's a Hindu thing. No. 
No. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, no, you're right. You're more familiar with the dot practices than I am. No, my sister is me with with long hair, basically. So unless you're attracted to me, I don't. No. Oh, thanks. Thank you. In addition to the bindi in India, a vermilion mark in the parting of the hair just above the forehead is worn by married women as commitment to long life and well-being of their husbands. Oh, cool. Thanks for... So you, you just remember that. You, you, you were just calling but, it a dot. Yeah. I because I was inquiring if your sister was uh, a sworn to uh, a Hindu man in marriage. No, she wasn't. Uh, but it's interesting to me that you, you. I mean, you didn't just look that up and and no. write, read it off. That that clearly was you just speaking from from your own pool of knowledge. Yeah, because last time I went to a Hindu marriage a couple weeks ago, and in the ceremony, the groom actually applies sindor <laughs> in the part in the bride's hair. So. Yeah. What's Sindor? Can you, what is that? I really have to tell you what Sindor is? Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm very ignorant when it comes to Hindu. Okay. Sindor or Imran Sindoram or Ram is a traditional vermilion red or orange red colored cosmetic power from Indian subcontinent. Usually worn by married women along the part of their hair, where their hair parts in the center. This, this is a, you don't usually speak so formally with me. Listen, you don't you don't know what's going on in my life right now, Imran. I I have to hustle in a way that I have never had to hustle before, and I'm going to be 45 in less than a month. Okay. <laughs> uh oh, that's canceling show talk right there. Wait, where did you go? Oh, are you kidding? We I canceled the show four times in the two hours it took you to to make it to your <laughs> microphone in in Astoria. <laughs> oh no. Uh, no, well, no, you robbed me of uh, two hours. <laughs> I did. I was able to get some work done in those two hours, so I didn't freak out because I'm not just sitting there, you know, holding my dick in my hand. Good. Although I. I did grab it a few times. Um, now good. you said you had a stressful day. It's pretty oh. early in the morning. What, uh, well, what kind was, of stress did you have to endure so early in the morning? It, it was actually it was actually yesterday. I had to lean on an apartment. I have to be out of here by Friday. Um, so I went to look at an apartment in Downton, Miami, and uh, it was perfect. Did you say Downton? Downton, yeah, that's what we call it here, locals. Downton, Miami. I don't know why they call it downtown. As opposed to downtown? Well, it's obviously downtown, but it's Downton. That's how they pronounce it here. You wouldn't know. You've never been to Miami. No, it's not. That's wrong. Uh, so I looked at a place. It was the right price. It was a bedroom shared with uh, two other people, one of them being a Mexican who lives in the living room. And I said... Can I ask you something? Can I ask you something? What? Why is it pronounced Miami? And why is it pronounced Tamiami? Shouldn't it be Tam Miami? No. I don't know. I didn't start the cities and and name them. So I don't have that information. But we do have a great search engine. No, that's fine. Uh, so there is a Mexican, a Mexicano living in the living room. Yeah, a real live Mexican. Although he was in Mexico when I went to go uh, see the apartment Yesterday, I walk in and the smell of cat piss and cat litter literally (laughs) smacked me and Tom Hanks in our fucking throats and my allergies started going crazy. Back up. What? Back up. Back up. Beep, beep, beep. Are you and Tom Hanks looking at a place together? No, 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 no. No, I was staying with Tom Hanks because, as we know, I'm homeless. Homeless, yeah. Um, and her roommate was going out of town for a month, so I subletted the room. She coming to New York? No, I subletted the room oh. uh, for a month, but her roommate's coming back, and I obviously don't. Uh, you know, I need my own space, so I'm looking for a place. You getting the old boot? No, I, I don't. Uh, it, yeah, Tom Hanks is kicking me out. No, I, there's no room for me here. It's it's not my place. I, I never moved in here. Yeah, there's room for you in her heart. Let's let's hope that continues. Did you two discuss living together? Possibly. Did you two no. discuss? No, no, no. Wasn't even on the table. To, Imran, we just started dating. Like me staying here for a month in the early parts of this beautiful union between two loving great incredible souls it's a it's was a f- too much as it was you know put a little too much pressure on everyone it, it's a f- so. uh, just to be clear for our listening audience it's a figurative union not a physical one um so wait a minute yeah now what 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 
What? Moving in together was never discussed. It, it just never came up. It was just straight up. Oh, it's obvious that I have to. No. Now you're right. That 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 that's a pretty heavy strain to move in it's with someone t- you've only been dating for what a month, month and a half. Uh, yeah, it was a month and a half. I mean, it was on like Donkey Kong from like after the first two dates, but still, you know. Dang. How um, did that come up? How how was she like? Hey, do you need a place to stay? You no, because I didn't. Up? I didn't technically need a place to stay. Stay. I had housing planned for the next two months but they had a room open and i'd been sleeping over every fucking night essentially so she's like you know i don't know if you're interested and i said oh okay i thought about it i'm like well (sighs) wait a minute she brought it up she brought it up you kidding i'm not gonna ask her could i move in because i'm homeless and going to be 45 (laughs) wait a minute i mean like talk about emasculating she wanted you to move in with her she, Not it, only for the month that her roommate was out of town. Are you listening to me talk? No, or? I'm. I, 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 let me be clear. She wants you to move in with her right now. No, she doesn't. This was. Yes, she does. No, she doesn't, Imran. You dropped the ball, my friend. Oh, really? When's the last time you lived with someone? A uh, girl. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Jane Doe. Yeah. I lived with Jane Doe. Oh, okay. How soon did you move in after dating? Oh, like. A year. <laughs> okay, right. So the issue here is I'm not going to move in with a girl out of convenience. I'd rather live in my fucking Camaro, okay? No, but listen. I've made not, that mistake before, and I don't, don't want to repeat mistakes. You don't? Oh, with, uh, with your ex-wife? You know, she really wasn't much of a wife, and I wasn't much of a husband. We were more like we'd, we were a boyfriend-girlfriend with a marriage certificate. Why'd you guys get married then? You know, Tom Hanks asked me this at the Latin Cafe where we were ostracized for being Jewish. Um, (laughs) Uh Yeah. I'm laughing at that, by the way. Just to be clear, I'm laughing at that. Good. I'm glad you are laughing. at. Of course you are. You're South Asian. You're glad that we were were racially profiled and treated Mm -hmm. like dog dirt, as if the Jews hadn't been put through enough. Like the dirt found between the paws of a dog. Yes. Yes. Continue. Um... (laughs) Uh, uh, Greg, you know, yeah. Hey, Dr. Philbo. Uh, you know, Imran, uh, the sheik, uh, brings up a really, uh, touchy subject with you. And I notice you like to sidestep this question and you had a hard time with Tom Hanks answering that question. You want to, uh, Step up to the mic, as it were. Thank you, Dr. Bill Phil. I've been trying to get him to give a straight answer. He hasn't been. He's avoiding it, isn't he? Why did you get married? I still, I, I, you know, I, I don't have a good reason. I mean, obviously, I loved the girl. I've always wanted to get married. I, I thought this was the girl I was going to be with. Well, okay, Dr. Bill Phil, let me... And so, uh, you know, we were in New York, and I had the ring that I knew I was going to buy, and... Uh, it was, honestly, it was pretty spur of the moment kind of thing. I've been planning on it and we'd talked about it. And and I we were in New York for something that she was doing there. And it was like the last night. And I said, let's go have dinner. And, uh, you know, I, I just thought it would be a, a good proposal area. What? So What? Dr. Bill Phil, help me out here. That's, that's uh, you re- know, uh, you get, that's Retardo Montalban. Uh, yeah. Uh, Greg, why don't you take a seat for a minute? And I'm going to pick apart this train wreck of a life that you have uh, Whoa, uh, opened up to us about. Train wreck? Huh? No, I just said sit back, spin your dreidel, read the Torah or the Karen, Koran, 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 Koran. Quran. Thank you, Sheik. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you, Dr. Bill Phil. Where do you want me Is to... Is it Bill Phil or Phil Bill? I can never keep... It's track. Dr. Phil... Uh, 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 get it. Get it, Dr. Come on. Uh, it's uh, Dr. Bill Phil. Oh, I, I didn't have it. Sorry, Dr. Bill Phil. Continue. Continue. Dr. Bill Phil? Thank you, Imran. Uh, <laughs> uh, so you asked this young child... Wait, hold on a second. Hello. Hello. Uh, now, come on, Greg. We're going to call a, a, a spade a spade. We're going to call a cow a cow. Right. No, she wasn't a cow. Uh, you want to call a, a, you know, a hog a hog. Whoa, you, okay. you married a baby. Wow, I didn't know that, oh. Greg. Damn, dude, that's fucked well, up. She wasn't a baby. She was obviously over 18. Okay. You know, the brain isn't fully developed 
until you it hits the year of 2728. It seems like you just had a great idea and decided to pop the question because you were in a good place for good pictures. No, that's... Well, I don't know. This you segment can't... really isn't going anywhere. I have great, what? funny porn titles to talk about. No, <laughs> no. Uh, you know, why Greg got married, it's obvious uh, he, he thought... He he took a a, a nice glitzy moment <laughs> and turned it into a lifelong commitment. So he clearly screwed up. That. <laughs> what I want to know, Doctor Phil, Bill, Bill Phil, whatever, uh, Doc, is can you extrapolate this? See, his Tom Hanks, his his girlfriend asked him to stay with him while he was looking for apartments. Uh, right in the beginning when they were dating. Right now, when he needs a place for reals. She didn't bring up that they should live together, nor did Greg. I feel like that's a bigger mistake because I feel like Tom Hanks clearly wants to move in with... Uh, well, you can't assume something like that, Camel Boy, okay? That, because That's if, offensive. Uh, you can't... I'm sorry, right. you're going to be all right? You want to rub your little man pussy and uh, take a break? No, no. I'm, Jesus, I'm, Doc. That's harsh. That's That was harsh, Dr. Phil Bill. Uh, listen, Greg... <laughs> We're in this mess because of you, okay? I don't have a place to call my own right now because you decided that a glitzy moment would be turned into a lifelong commitment and you're dead broke. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, right on. Right on, Dr. Phil Bill. To use to use the camel's words, Greg. <laughs> that's, I mean, I'm not okay. Bo- that's offensive. You see, you don't see me going around calling you Cracker Man or like, you know. Baldy McBalderson. Well, that would be inappropriate. Uh, when I call you Camel Boy, it's because that's the national. Yeah. It's the, it's. <laughs> you got something in your throat, Doctor Philville? What's the matter? I uh, do. Yeah, you want me to get that for you? No, Greg, just sit down in the chair and shut up. Whoa. Oof. Tough love. Tough. Real love. tough love this morning. I uh. Wait now, uh, Doctor Philville. I call now. Nah, let me finish my thought. I call you Camel Boy because the national camel of your excuse me. Take that again. <laughs> I call you. I call you Camel Boy because the national animal of your people is the camel. Am I wrong? Can, yes. Uh, can I ask you what the <laughs> national quote unquote animal of the United States is? Can I ask you that? Oh, it's the dog. Very popular uh, oh, uh, uh, animal. Or cat. It's not the turkey or anything? Listen, uh, or, or cat. Dog. What, where, what state are you from, Dr. Phil Bell? South, obviously, yourself. Oh, I've been, I've been all over the place, Imran. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, so then. Yeah. Now, but you, you, you think I'm making a. I, I'm going to ignore the racism for, for a little bit. I'm going to sidestep you that. Perceived racism. Okay. Just because you perceive it so does not make it racism. Thank you very much. Uh, yes. It, it, that's how racism works. If I perceive that I'm being biased oh, against. Right. That's, right. So, yeah. And so, uh, uh, and you just, you throw out the word racism everywhere you go, and <laughs> it just makes it so, apparently, by that thought. No, no, there are instances where racism does not exist, like when we're talking right now. But when I call you Cracker Man, mm-hmm. or you call me Camel Boy, right. that creates racism. Okay. Now, uh, listen, okay, we're, we're not getting yeah. anywhere. Listen, Dr. No, Phil, this, but why am I making a huge assumption here? It seems like Tom Hanks wants to live with Greg, and Greg is not validating that. Why do you think? Yeah, no, I see what you're thinking here. But again, you're assuming that these words have not come out of Tom Hanks' mouth, and they have not come out of Greg Wiener's mouth. Well, obviously, they're not coming out of Greg Wiener's mouth because he, he, he for whatever reason, doesn't want to live with Tom Hanks. Oh, no. Hold on a second. Nor does he want to marry her. (laughs) All right. You know how uncomfortable it is to sit there with my girlfriend and play these podcast episodes and Uh, listen to... Greg, Greg, uh, Dr. Phil Bill and I are talking right now. Greg, I'm sure there's a box of matzah out there with your name on it. Hit the road. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Oh, Dr. Phil Bill has (laughs) written a prescription, ladies and gentlemen. He's saying... (laughs) I'm going to write this down. Go ahead. Get yourself a box of matzah and shut it. Um, 
He's saying it, move on. Yeah. Move on, Greg, please. Get on with it. Wow. Yeah, you heard it here first, guys. Yeah. Dr. Phil Bill on yeah. his first uh, uh, Dr. Phil Bill prescription. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go get that monster. <laughs> so, uh, Greg yeah. will be breaking up with his girlfriend. Uh, and uh, I, think, uh, I think we made some real progress today on today's yeah. show. Yeah, great. All right. I, I think that's the end of that segment. <laughs> I think that's the end of uh, the show. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, think, I, ha- well, yeah. I, I have an update uh, on Violin Girl. It's a sad update. She's dead. Violin Girl died. No, she she has not passed. Uh, I don't oh, know. Maybe God. she has. Who knows? Thank you know, God. I often think about. I often think about that. What? What if? What if I start dating somebody right mm-hmm. uh, off a of Bumble or Tinder or whatever, mm-hmm. and it we we hit it off like violinist and I did, right? And we're going out for like two weeks or something like that. Mm-hmm. What if I get hit by a bus? Mm-hmm. You know, and and how? What does that do to the relationship? I don't know. I'd have to find a new co-host. Obviously, first of all. Well. Good. I'm glad you're thinking about this from your perspective. But I mean from her perspective. From who? Violin girl's perspective? Well, her perspective would probably be good riddance. But but no, I'm I'm talking about a new relationship. You you just started dating someone and you clearly hit it off and there's a longevity here. There's a future here. Mm-hmm. But you've only been dating for 2 weeks and you've gone out like every other day together, right? That's how good it is. Right. And then all of a sudden every other day. This, well, I mean, you got to live your own life, you know. Yeah. yeah. You gotta go on other dates, right? Uh, well, and then and then nothing. Radio silence, and you think that you got ghosted by that person. I guess that's what it, mm. I guess I answered my own question. You just think you got ghosted. By no, that. but she finds out. One of your friends calls her and says, "Listen, Imran was hit by a bus." Wait, uh, who does someone do that? I think so. Or she finds out. You know, maybe she's calling your phone and. And uh, your mom or your sister has your phone and, you know, through tears and pain in their heart, they pick mm. it up and they say, who is this? You know, who is this, please? You know, however, whoever. Right. And this girl's like, hey, where's Imran? Oh, Imran right. was right. killed by a boss. And that's it. Boom. Bob's your uncle. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. Boom. And what would she say? What would you do? What would you? How would you react in that situation? Would you be like, would you feel sorrow? Would you just be of like, course. Oh, well. well I think it depends how deeply you crawled into the girl's heart. Or boy, as we learned uh, past episode. It could go either way. See? Let's say it's a guy. See, you're trying to use that as a jibe against me, and I refuse. No, I'm not. I'm not I using refuse. it. You're taking it as a jibe. That's perceived sexism or, or uh, because homophobia. You're, I, it's perceived. I am a friend to the homosexual community. As am I. I love gay people. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Well, I have a lot of gay friends. My sister's gay. Okay, bisexual. Is she really? Yeah. No, she's not gay. She's bi. That's gay enough. I guess. It's closer. I mean, she had a girlfriend come over for Thanksgiving dinner with the girlfriend's son. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty gay, right? Just flaunt, flaunting it in everybody's face. Er, everybody's face. Yeah, and, you know, kissing the girl, uh, you know, oh, kind passing of. the turkey around. Are they both femme? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's they hot. Were. That's they hot. Were. Okay. All right. That's hot. Now, I'm sorry, that's hot. Because sometimes you get a femme-butch combo with the lesbos. Right. And that's not as enticing. Because it's like, you might as well date a guy. Why aren't you just dating a guy? Just date a guy at that point. Because they don't like the dick. But when you get a femme-femme, that's boner town. Boner city. You know, I have a theory about this. And I understand you're born gay. But sometimes you're with men and then you realize you're gay. Or is it that... You've been hurt by a man so deeply mm. or or abused that the sight of a dick or a man makes you sick. And so you kind of turn to being gay out of deep soul necessity. Is that a thing? I don't think... I'm hard pressed to say. Yeah, I th- I think maybe if you were always bisexual, that could be a thing too. Because it's such a hard wire. I mean, think about it yourself. Uh, you know, all jokes aside, I-, I I am heterosexual and very and I do cons- I do think uh, I think the science says this that it's a spectrum, right? And 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 I think I'm kind of far, you know, he- towards the heterosexual side for sure. So that and I say that because. 
just the thought of being with another man, it, it, it's not that it like I'm grossed out by it or I think it's evil or bad or anything. It's just something that is nothing, not something that I could ever do unless I'm acting. Oh, that's a good question. How far would you go in a role where you had to play a gay character? Oh, that's a good one, right? Would you tongue kiss? Would you get naked? Would you feign anal sex or oral? It was a great role. Amazing yeah. character role, but there was a 69 scene in it. A yeah. simulated 69 scene. But you had No, forget to, forget simulate. It's a real scene. Let's say it's a real scene. No. And yeah. no, let's not cross into porn. That then then we're just talking about gay porn. No, this is an incredible role and it's a beautiful lovemaking scene between two people who happen to be men who love each other. And you guys get into like, you know, the real dirty oh. shit. <laughs> But can we talk about Brokeback Mountain? One of the greatest <laughs> movies of all time. Oh, it's a fantastic movie. And and Hathaway's I know you I know you don't like it because of the gay thing, but I did like it actually. I thought it was great. I think it's and, a great movie. And Hathaway's Yabos uh, oh. helped set off the rest of the movie which was like all right i it's a, a brilliantly acted movie a beautiful love story yeah but no do i want to see two men violently fucking no i don't well, i'm not I wired mean, for her that. yabos were such a good great but i i showed up to that movie as like an ally like yeah i you know i love i love gay people sure i'll watch yeah. this movie yeah and then the yabos and hathaway's yabos oh. and i was like all right, that's awesome. No, but yeah. I have to say the appeal of that movie, mm-hmm. and I think you said it, you said it, I think, which I love about that movie, is that it's a love story. It's not a gay love story. No. No. It's a love story. And that's what I think is the brilliance of that movie. Uh, so answer the question. You're doing a bareback mountain type project, okay? Uh, so we'll call it a movie. We'll call it a movie. Amazing character. Two Indian men who meet in the <laughs> desert and they find water together and they're walking their camels to the desert. teepee hut or whatever with the tchotchkes on the side of the road and they find a bathroom and, <laughs> you know, the whole bit. And then you guys get a little flat together off to the, you know, where it's not all desert. Yeah. And you're by, you know, a mosque and you guys do the camel thing at the five at o'clock th- every day together. Yeah. You know, holding hands. Yeah, the camel thing uh, at five o'clock. Yeah, it's a yeah. great movie because it it shines a light on on how beautiful the Muslim people are and right. faith. Like it says all the right things politically. You love it. Yeah. Okay. But but to really send the relationship home, you guys got a sixty nine. <laughs> So, as with any, as with any love story, you know what this, you know what this movie, you know what this movie needs, kid? Needs, yeah. Smoking a cigar here. You know what this movie needs? More 69. I, I, don't, I don't get that these two are in love. Oh, no, but they, they, they profess their love to each other. It's raining yeah. and he, he, he comes out of nowhere and he, he, he supposedly left town, but he, he, he for, for went all his plans just for her and she did. No, 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 no. Until I see puss to mouth and D to mouth, I can't see them in love. I, they got a 69 at some point. Right. He stands at his desk. He's like, no. He gets up, he slams his desk. I gotta have 69, otherwise the movie won't work. He puts out his cigar and he goes to the bathroom to fucking sexually harass his assistant who just wants to be in a fucking movie. Harvey Weinstein, folks. A Harvey Weinstein joint. So, would you uh, would you do it? Yes, because you're not you're not selling it, right? Because if it's simulated... Who gives a shit? I don't care. It's simulated in that obviously you're not going to put your mouth on the penis uh-huh. or the asshole, but it's going to be in your face. Like you're going to have dick and balls like hitting you in the face because of... That's fine. Really? Yeah, because here's the thing, right? Here's the thing that I learned very quickly, and I, I think I talked about this before. What's the thing? You probably cut it. What's the, oh. But I, I, what whoa, I love about... whoa. You know, your whoa, whoa. your uh, passive aggression is showing, my friend. No, uh, no, I, I say that jo- uh, half jokingly <laughs> because I've, it's not entertaining my theory on this. But what I love so much about actors mm-hmm. and, and our, our, our group of people is that we treat our bodies very differently from most people. We are, Our bodies, for the most part, are tools almost and it's like instruments you do if you will and you all instruments yeah. that's a better term right you're welcome and 
And so and so if I was simulating 69 and I was having this dude's junk hit my face. Yeah. Again, it's just his instrument hitting my instrument. So it's not it's there's a detachment there, you know what I mean? Yeah, you I I don't know if you'd say that if if a big uncircumcised dick is hitting the the front of your lips. <laughs> no, I'd be fine with it because a because a oh. Uh, uh, I'm supposed to be in love with this guy, so that means I gotta love his junk. So I'll love his junk. But the thing is, there's that thing of like, that's the beauty of b- beauty. That's the thing of being another character. You get to live a life that you normally don't, and you get to experience what it's like. I've often, I've, I, ha- I always wonder what it must feel like to have a vagina and have a, a wiener go inside it. I mean, that's gotta be amazing. That's gotta feel so good. Hmm. You have to use. Right? Do you have to use my last name to describe Dick? Yes. Why? Absolutely. My Why? Brother. Because you Abs. know that it's my last name, and I'm gonna. It's gonna mm-hmm. take a little dagger to my heart. That's right. Well, good. You're That's nothing right, if not consistently uh, bullyish to me. Well, I well, okay. Let's not throw the B word around, my brother. All right. Let's let's just mm. keep it copacetic yeah. all right that's right now if it was simulate if it was not simulated like now and it doesn't have to be gay porn then because let's look at the movie what was it called blue valentine uh with chloe savini S- uh, savini mm-hmm. whatever Seveni. oh when she gave her boyfriend head in the movie yeah well that was her boyfriend at the time and she wanted mm-hmm. to do it to make it more real and she did what if what if i wanted what if i want to do 69 no, I wouldn't want to do well, it for that's real the because whole it, it, it would it would create artifice because I wouldn't want to do sixty nine. Right. I guy. think we've we've uh, squeezed the lemon on this one. So you would. So you do wouldn't it. do it. You, you wouldn't do it. I'm not being asked this question. You're oh, the one. Okay, being let asked. me ask you this question. Then. No, we got to move on. We got to move on. This segment took too long. <laughs> Let's move on. Great porn titles. Funny porn titles coming up on the Wiener Shake. Back up. Back up. No, I'm the executive producer. I'm the head Jew in charge. Okay. I think Greg is being a pussy and not answering the question. Oh, hey, it's son of Stephen Hawking. Hey, son of Stephen, how are you? I'm good, you pussy. Why don't you answer the question that you posed yourself? Because I didn't pose the question to myself. I wanted to hear what Imran would think. No one cares what I think. I'm never going to get cast in that role. No, you wouldn't because of your man titties. But I think it's important that you also answer the question so we can get inside your demented Jew head. Wow. You know, I don't want to bigot on this podcast, Imran. Whoa, 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 whoa. Son of Stephen Hawking is the son of a genius level human being. He's not a bigot. Well. That's right. I'm not a bigot, you Jew. Yeah, okay. He's what? He's calling you what you are. He's calling you a Jew. That's what you are. You, are you or are you not a Jew? Bless you. Yes. That's not funny. Oh, thanks, That's Steve. a lame joke. Right. That should not be laughed at. Son of Stephen Hawking. You are side-skirting the question i cannot respond to you while i am talking because this has been pre-typed out <laughs> please answer the question greg wiener you jew i wish son of stephen hawking would just talk instead of typing out his fucking response it sounds like a, a long way to go for this bit huh son of stephen he's he's, he's got, typing <laughs> he's got to be on brand i've got to be on brand <laughs> i cannot deviate from my father's legacy you are still side-skirting the question. Would you commit? <laughs> What's the matter there? I had to look for the word commit. <laughs> Would you commit to having gay sex, gay sex, 69ing for a plum roll? Uh, yeah, I'd do it, but I'd have to have, uh, uh, you know, the junk would have to be in a pack. I don't want dicks touching me. On my face. No, it would have to touch you at some point. Then no, I wouldn't. Okay? There you go. No. Wow. 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 You call me a bigot, but you are clearly homophobic. Wow. That's a heavy charge, son of Stephen Hawking. If the Jew knows fits. Well, okay. That's see, that's a little see, racy. That's a, a little... bigot. He's a bigot. He's a bigot. I am not a bigot. Son of Stephen's a bigot. You are a homophobe. Homophobes are a subsidiary of bigotry. <laughs> a subsidiary of bigotry, huh? That's right. Not maybe subset? Yeah. No, subsidiary. When you are a genius level son of a scientist like I am, you used 
polysyllabic words. Imran tells me you have difficulty with them. Uh, well, uh, I mean, let's, that's, that was told in confidence. Yeah. We don't need to air any dirty laundry, son of Stephen Hawking. Okay, that's fine. Speaking of dirty laundry, Greg, how often do you wash that sheet that Jews are supposed to wear underneath their shirt? Sheet under our shirt? Oh, I, I think I know what son of Stephen Hawking is talking about. Uh, there's like a thing. He's not too smart. For a fucking son of a genius. I am just trying to elucidate our listening audience <laughs> to your Jew customs. Yeah, it, it's... Uh, uh, no, no, what? it's 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 that thing. You wear the... It's like a... Uh, what is it called? I don't know what it's called, but it's like... Um, it's a traditional thing that you wear underneath. It's it's made of cotton or something like that. David wore... I don't know. I don't know. You don't want to I wouldn't about. wear extra clothing. Is that why all the Hasidic sweat and smell like shit all the time? Oh, yeah. I mean, they're wearing... Yeah. They got to wear that get up all the time. Yeah, they must stink all the time, dude. Because I see them. I see them wearing that full garb in summertime, bro. Like at least at least with a burqa, you could just wear a bikini underneath and stay cool. But like, my goodness. You know, Tom Hanks went to Israel on the March of the uh, not March of the Living, the birthright trip. Oh, yeah. And uh, she almost became full on like wig wearing Jew. Really? She. Oh, yeah. She she had to be talked off the ledge by her family. Thank Christ. But she. Was it because her nose wasn't as big as the required amount? Oh, son of Stephen Hawking. Ha 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 ha. I guess that's him laughing. I I guess he was making a joke. He was making a joke. It's a it's a funny joke. I think. Yeah, yeah. Not really racist. No, it was meant to hurt her. And why would you want to hurt her? And and Greg, that's that's rough. Son of Stephen, why would you want to hurt my fucking girlfriend? Because Greg refuses to answer the questions. He did. He did answer the question. Yeah. He said that he wouldn't do it. All right. I forgot his homophobia. All right, son of Stephen Hawking, you need, come on, calm down a little bit. Listen, wait, so why didn't she go through with it? What happened? Her her family talked her off the ledge. Really? Yeah, yeah. They, but they, there was a rabbi that was there that was really like, I guess he sold the, the whole lifestyle and commitment and all the trappings that go on in that heavily, heavily fucking archaic tradition of judaism would she have stayed in israel or would she have done it here i don't know no probably not but she would probably would have done more time over there wow wow yeah that is a loss for israel (laughs) son of stephen hawking i I mean i guess that's a that's a compliment that's not really i guess so right i mean all right we we've got to take a break we got to take a break run run from your problems you filthy jew (laughs) yeah okay Okay, son of stephen i mean Come on, son of C. I apologize. No, you don't. It's just that Greg Wiener has got me worked up. I didn't even really bring any kind of animus to fucking son of Stephen. I, yeah, come on. I think you owe Greg an apology, son of Stephen Hawking. I am sorry, Greg Wiener. <laughs> oh, that's Great, and we'll, we'll, we'll go to a break now. Zcast is your go-to platform to create and manage your brand's podcasting content. You can connect easily with your followers and invite people using any social network. And you can go live with Zcast. Now, listeners can enjoy your casts after the fact as well. You'll also be able to distribute your casts wherever you would like. With Zcast, you have options. You can create your own cast, invite guest speakers, broadcast to a live audience, and publish the recording by using your Twitter network. Any person with the Zcast app can also jump into a stream at any time as a muted listener. They can even invite others to listen. And during the cast, you can chat with your listeners and get feedback in real time. Zcast has been supporters of the Wiener Shake Show since episode one and will always be indebted for the support and instruction they gave us. Thank you, Zcast. And learn more. Now we return to the Wiener Shake Show. I love my mommy. Bonsoir. The Wiener Shake Show on the Greg Wiener Podcasting Network. You motherfuckers. Well, welcome back to the Wiener Shake Show, episode 28. Have you, uh, Imran? It's beautiful. 
<laughs> son of Stephen Hawking just uh, just left, so I wanted Good. to um, Good. really let the Jew flag fly. Yeah. Know? So you were ashamed of playing this huh? when he was around. You were ashamed of playing that while he was around, right? I mean, I, you know, I didn't want to get... I don't want to rile him up. You know what I mean? Right, right. Or it was that good old boy kind of thing where you're just hanging out and you're letting a racist be a racist, but you won't call him out because you want to be included no, I, in the good old boy club. See, you're throwing labels around, and I don't think that's appropriate for a, a, a man of the son of a man of his caliber. Did Stephen Hawking actually have a son? Was he able to procreate? Yeah, you just heard him. That's a pretty dumb question, Greg. It was. So if anyone knows of an apartment lead or a roommate uh, situation for uh, Greg, uh, I'd like to celebrate my 45th birthday. With a roof? Um, well, I'll actually be on the radio, but I'd, I'd like to have a place where all of my stuff is uh, uh, living and breathing and, and not taking up someone else's space. What was the problem with the place you saw? Now, you said there was cat piss and a Mexican dude living in the living room? Yeah. You're exaggerating, obviously. No, I am not exaggerating. It was a two-bedroom, and I walk in, and besides us being absolutely choked with the smell of cat and cat piss and cat litter, the living room was blocked off with a purple sheet and then these oriental dividers uh, blocking <laughs> off the living room. I was really hoping room. you were going to say orientals. Go no. on. <laughs> Oriental dividers. But the building's fucking gorgeous. Has a gym, has a garage, has a pool. It was like right in my price range. But I, I, my room would have had a bathroom, the whole bit. But the... What do you need two bedrooms for? No, I was going to have uh, roommates because I make, I I make, I'm at poverty level in Miami <laughs> because everything costs a fucking arm and a leg here now. It's one of the most expensive cities to live in, and our theater wages have gone up maybe 10% in the last year. Hey, we can't all be the son of, of engineers and physicists and, and siblings who work in the medical field as candy stripers, okay? Well, my dad's listen, dead. Wow. My mom's retired. She's living okay, on a subsistence uh, that is a joke. It's a, it's a two-bedroom. There's a purple... <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, it's like the shit that you see in colleges. It, but the bedroom was an adult bedroom, you know, with a bathroom and everything. Yeah. And, and the guy who's a Mexican, who's apparently very nice, but he's in Mexico. He works for the consulate, the Mexican consulate. What? Yeah. What? I mean, that's the story I got from this guy who's like a UM uh, recruiter for the Canes, who was giving, he, he was trying to get me to take his room over. Yeah. So that didn't happen. So, uh, wait. What? Wait. What? Wait. What? This guy works for the Mexican consulate, but he's squatting in an apartment. <laughs> what? It's a, actually it's a great location, and it would be a great apartment if cats didn't run rampant and own the fucking thing. I this would be a perfect story if you saw no cats the entire time you well, were there. Well, then it is a perfect story because I did not see one cat while I was there. <laughs> These cats were trapped in the the mother of the cat's bedroom. And I don't know what the hell that would have looked like. And I happened to peek into the bathroom that the Mexican and the cat woman owned or used. And it it had every cleaning product that you could possibly imagine um, stacked four deep on the kitchen counter or on the, on the bathroom sink counter. And I looked in and I'm like, where the fuck am I right now? You know, but the guy trying to give me the bath bedroom was like, you know, you basically just look at it as a temporary place. You know, you come in, you go to your bedroom and you don't have to worry about anybody. I'm like, yeah, no, but I got to live with people no. who live like fucking animals. What maybe in the middle of the night they come over and they open my door and just dump garbage and cat piss and litter all over the fucking place. I don't know. They would. They wouldn't do that. Was the bathroom at least clean? I mean, with all those cleaning supplies. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Tom Hanks was like, I guess the cat smell kind of went away when you were in the bedroom for a little bit. Ten minutes later, <laughs> ten minutes later, my eyes are fucking watering and I'm all I got I'm, my nose is stuffed up because of, I'm allergic to cat dander. I love how Tom Hanks is like, you got to get the fuck out, dude. Yeah, listen, you can deal with the cat piss. You can deal with it. It's it's just it's just a liquid like anything. She else. loved the the location of the apartment because it's five minutes away from her. And that, you know, it's part of the uh, 
Listen, you know, I'm sure eventually when the time is right, her and I will move in together if we are going to last longer than uh, six months. I mean, not that that's a marker for when you move in. Oh, relax. Stop stoking the flame, okay? I'm trying to have a fucking relationship that works for once in my life. I don't need my South Asian co-host ruining it for me, okay? And you're and you're 45 years old. And I'm going to be 45. And I started two hours late today. I'm going to punch myself in the nuts. I'm so frustrated with my life. (sighs) (laughs) Listen, is this the worst place you've seen? Have you seen other places? Oh, no. I saw another place that was a room that was in uh, Miami Shores, which is a great area. And it was like a... Miami. Yeah, but the the room was like a, a crack den. I mean, the, the, there was barely a floor. The, the walls were like. Um, what do you What do you mean? There was barely a floor. What the, do you the mean? floor The floor was like you know cement, and it needed <laughs> it needed like carpet or wood on it. But it was like looked like it had been it was fifty years old, and nobody put new flooring down, so it had no floor, <laughs> no normal apartment floor. But it was a studio. It was barely a studio, and it, I was living next to this guy who, like, smoked weed, and I was just like, I don't feel safe around these people. Like, I need to feel safe. Like, all I can afford right now is a place in fucking Overtown, which is an up-and-coming place, but not yet. And my white face are not going to be uh, viewed upon very nicely by the inhabitants Wait. of Overtown. Wait. Okay? What? It just won't be. And that's not racist. That's real. Yeah, no, no, no. What race was your roommate who you did not feel safe with? The place with no... Um, floor? Floor. Allegedly. He was white. Oh. Nice try. Nice try, Firestarter. I'll just call you Drew Barrymore from now on. <laughs> I had I had a giant crush on her, man. Oh, who didn't, man? Oh. She said penis breath. She was funny She's, in ET. She was what? She was funny in ET, but she was a baby. But it was funny. No, I'm not talking about having a crush on her in ET, you weirdo. I'm talking about when she <laughs> flowered into a woman. She looks all right now. No, don't try to. Oh yeah, that you. I said I had a giant crush on ET, and you went straight to. Oh yeah, in you, ET. You just said. I had a giant crush on no. E.T. So you had a boner for E.T., the extraterrestrial? No, 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 no. I meant... That's some that's some weird shit, because now you're wanting <laughs> no, to fuck no, aliens. Don't, don't see. Now you're spinning the dreidel the other way. No. no I, I'm watching I, it spin, buddy. You literally said, I, I wanted to fuck E.T. I did not literally say... You did. Those words came out of your mouth. Okay. I literally did not say that. You did, definitely. I did not literally say that. And I misspoke. I, I meant I had a giant crush. I said I had a giant crush on, on Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. And you went straight to, oh, yeah, E.T. And you even started stroking your dick, probably. You fucking creep. Listen, I was 10 when I saw E.T., okay? Oh, then it's She okay. was six. I didn't think she was hot then. She was funny. But then when she started so doing those soft core porn shits, I was like, holy shit, that's the fucking kid from E.T. Look at her now. She kisses girls. And I may be talking about Alyssa Milano right now. I may be getting them confused because that's wait. who I had a real crush on. Drew Barrymore did softcore porn? Oh, yeah. Poison Ivy. And again, I may be confusing Alyssa Milano and Drew Barrymore. But the, I, think, I think you might be actually. TB, those two. TBH. Those two. To be TBH should scissor now. Not now, but when they were up and coming, you know, in their early to mid oh, to late Oh, now 20s. that they're hags? Now that they're old No, are hags, you kidding? Have you seen Alyssa Milano? I mean, these Italians, that's why I love Tom Hanks, man. These Italians, they age really nicely. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I'm sure Alyssa Milano's had work done. I could see you getting Botox, a shot of Botox, just to stem off old age. You're very vain. Who, me? Yes. You, no, my fucking water bottle. Yes, you. No. <laughs> the fuck am I talking to? No, I <laughs> Answer the question, Imran Sheikh. Will you get Botox to stem off old age? I'm not gonna lie, if my career takes off to where I want it to be, mm-hmm. uh, I would, yeah. Yeah. Totally. I would too. And I never thought I would. No, but I <laughs> I like how you're like holding it up. No, but I would do it like like Tom Cruise did. 
like Juliet, uh, Julia Roberts did. They did it very subtly, right? Just little minor upgrades, little tweaks here mm-hmm. and there. Not like Meg Ryan. Oh God, she looks like a monster. Not like Renee Zellweger. Oof. Oh, she looks now. She looks permanently like she's been sucking on lemon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I went to the dermatologist to have a sebaceous cyst removed, and I talked to her about my turkey waddle. Listen, as they discuss <laughs> their physical maladies. I didn't bring up my man tits because those don't exist anymore. You know, if I uh, did sure. 15 push-ups a fucking day, they would be gone in a week. So do it. Or the remnants of them would be I, You know, I don't, I can't do push-ups right now in an apartment <laughs> that I don't live at. My shit's in bags, Imran. I'm <laughs> going to be 45. <laughs> when you say bags, I envision <laughs> trash bags. <laughs> Wait, you asked uh, a, a Jewish doctor, I'm assuming, about your turkey waddle. What did this doctor say after... After mincing around a little bit. Why do you assume that she's Jewish? Uh, because most Jews are doctors, so that's just... Your your um, your animosity for Jews is... Uh, no. It's boiling, no. my no. friend. It's boiling, no, no. and no. a bomb no. is getting ready to be built. I know it. I can feel no. it. No, I have no animosity towards Jews or anyone. I don't know. I love Jews. I love the gays. I love the the trans. I love everyone equally. I, there is not a violent bone in my body. I want everyone to live long, prosperous lives. I believe that, but in, there's also a part of me that that feels this sleeper cell thing that I talked about <laughs> uh, about ten episodes ago. It's boiling, man. Uh, the, I've seen you. Again. I've seen you throw clothes, man. It's it's scary. I've seen you toss costumes aside in, in a fury, in a, in a blind, angry South Asian fury, and it scared me, Imran. I'm fucking sorry, but I just got off stage entertaining hundreds, and you're going to put a fucking pair of pants in front of me? I don't think you entertained them. I think you provoked thought. And there was nothing entertaining about that role. Wow. Wow, that's a backhanded, <laughs> that's a backhanded compliment. That's a bad uh, Yeah, I did ask the dermatologist about my turkey waddle. She looked at it and she's like, yeah, you know, it's uh, because you lost weight. And I said, I know, 30 pounds, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Sounds like you're doing a Jew voice there. Just Dr. Saying. Lazarus. No, it's me being Jewish. That's what you're hearing. Wait, your doctor's what? name the- is Dr. Lazarus? Yeah. Is that Jewish? No. I mean, did you do the obvious joke when you walked in? Like, have you resurrected any dead people or? No. <laughs> I got my second head that was attached to my neck shrunk with steroid juice, and I talked about sculpting my fucking turkey waddle away. I didn't make a dumb joke, a dumb Bible joke so- that I didn't even know of. Like, I don't know. I know Lazarus is some weird name, but I don't fucking know it, and I don't care. So anyway, if I wanted to pay $600 every three months, I could have my turkey waddle fucking sculpted down. So, No. Really? Yeah. But I asked. For 600 bucks? Six beans, man. Oh, six Gs. Beans. 600 bucks. Beans. That's it? Uh, You know, in the grand scheme of things, it's not a lot of money. But to me right now, that's, you know. You're homeless. uh, A hotel stay for two days. (laughs) (laughs) That's, That's a hot meal and a... And a warm shower and a and a clean bed yeah, for Greg. You know, I can't be worrying about my turkey waddle when I don't have a place to park my Camaro. <laughs> Ooh, Lord of mercy. Do you sleep in the back seat of your Camaro or do you recline the driver the passenger seat? There is no seat? have you seen a Camaro? There's no back seat essentially. So and the the driver's seat only goes back so far because there is no back seat, so We'll see. It's very comfortable, though. So, uh, you know, I could probably park where they have, uh, you know, trailer parks parked in like a national park and just park there and go to sleep and not feel like I'm going to be killed. You know, that's all I really want is to go to sleep by by killed by African-American roving gangs of African-Americans. Right, Greg? I didn't say that. No. At a trailer park. I don't think there's too many African-Americans that live there. It's more like disgusting white trash and i'd feel safer living in overtown than in a crackhead fucking white trailer park no what i'm talking about is like a national park where people go to vacation you know and they take the rv you know these are rich highfalutin motherfuckers that have rvs and take three months (laughs) off to travel the country i could park my camaro there right this is a good idea things are happening now life doesn't seem so horrible imran i don't i don't know if 
I don't know if Dr. Phil Bill would agree, but uh, sure. Uh, I think, uh, thank you, Imran, again for yanking on the chain. Greg, I think you are crying inside and you're trying to stave off the tears by making jokes and fodder for your podcast, but I would encourage you to get on an antidepressant stat. What, what's making him cry, Dr. Phil Bell? Uh, the pain of his <laughs> life not going where it was supposed to go. And where is it supposed to go? Uh, who knows? You know, he's delusional. I mean, he's a mediocre talent at best. Hey, Dr. Bill Phil, <laughs> why'd you got to drop the M word? I mean, come on, Greg Wiener. Okay, Dr. Bill Phil. I mean, look at you. No, I'm done looking at me. Go fuck yourself in the ass, okay, Dr. Bill Phil? Hey, 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 Greg, Dr. Phil, B- Bill Phil, whatever, is trying to help you out here, man. I don't think so. I think he's he's trying, he's he's being a, a little bit of a prick. No, Dr. Bill Phil, are, are you trying to help Greg or are you trying to insult him? I'm trying to give him some steadfast, hard truth medicine right now, Imran. And he doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't. How do we get him to hear it? How do we get him to open his ears and heart to the truth? What do you think the truth is, Imran? You're a well-studied man, well-versed in all kinds of biological sciences. Probably have more degrees than me. Uh, Probably. Thanks. Thanks, Dr. Bill Phil. That's very nice of you to say. I got to admit, when you first came on, it was a little rough going. You were a little... Uh, let's just say it was a little bumpy between you and I. Uh, I don't want to rehash old, old, uh, old arguments. Well, uh, no, that's don't very get nice. carried away, camel boy. I mean, a, a camel's okay. a camel. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Okay, I spoke too soon. <laughs> yeah, you uh, really I th- do. I think. I think. Uh, uh, what, what is it? What, what I think Greg's truth is. I think that he's a brilliant performer. I think he's very talented. But his nose is getting in the way. People see that schnoz and they can't yeah. see his face. They can't see the eyes. They can't see the. Ma- they can't see. No. The- expression in his face because well they can wade through all the bagel seed that's covering in his beard and dripping off his right. hands the cream cheese cream cheese right you know i mean you okay. can't he can't deny who he is he can't no. deny his jew dump so that's what's holding me back just as much as you can't deny your your cracker dump <laughs> 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 All right. Well, listen, that's my time. Uh, <laughs> Did I tickle your funny bone there, Dr. Uh, what's so funny, Dr. Bell? Uh, yeah. I, I think you two squares need to hang up the headphones and, and go find lives personally. I mean, this, this, this podcast is a joke. Well, you're a joke, Dr. Bill. No, see, Dr. Bill Phil, you came on it's, so positive, ready yeah, to help Greg, and now you're getting all, all animus on us. What's the deal here? He's all over the place. Oh, shit. Hey, um, we, got a, we, got a, we got a real issue, by the way, and we'll just touch upon it and just let our listeners know. I just got a text. Um, well, our, our, our new kind of cohort is uh, in the hospital. What? A what? Our new uh, show cohort. Oh, he was admitted. Uh-oh. He was admitted last night. Oh, oh, that sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah. So uh, we're all kind of we're a little shooken up about it, and we just want him to get better and um, you know maybe get on a diet eventually. Because what happened is he got his fat folds are stopping him from breathing properly. Oh, Jesus Dick Jones. Christ. We're talking about Dick Jones. It's really upsetting, dude. He was a mess. Last night when we we couldn't lift him. So they had to, you know, have a crane come by the apartment and lift him off of the balcony. It was like out of what's eating Gilbert Grape. I'm sitting here thinking it's a real person and I'm I'm throwing out apologies. I'm throwing out condolences. I'm feeling fields and it's Dick. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit if it's Dick Jones? Who gives a shit? Why do you, you don't care about fucking Dick Jones? Listen. I, I, listen, all that all that freeloading MFR does is get on the show, interrupt me. Oh, right. Right? Yeah, you you and, and Dr. Uh, Stephen Hawking's son or whatever the fuck. Son of Stephen Hawking. Thank you very much. You know, you know uh, Dick was inconsolable for the last three days because he read our text exchange. <laughs> he, I mean, he had his face buried... Why are you having him? Why are you giving him access to? Your I phone? didn't. He he rolled his chair over. I was in the bedroom with Tom Hanks. We were making love, and he rolled his fucking wheelchair over to my phone, which I always keep on me, 
But, uh, you know, I wasn't going to use it while I was, you know, balls deep, for lack of a better term, in okay. my girlfriend. <laughs> and he looked at the text exchange between you see, and me. See, if you're, if, if you're going to create an alibi, a, a falsehood to cover up the fact that you gave free access to Dick Jones to your phone, at least come up with something plausible. Not that you're making love to Tom Hanks, because as we've established, as we've established... You do not have a physical relationship with Tom. All right. We were in bed, like, you know. Playing video well, games. No, we do this, like, weird cuddle thing where we kind of feign sex and we, like, <laughs> both have, like, fake orgasms. And it's like, we do this, like, weird spiritual. It's it's really very intimate How? and very moving. And sometimes we'll cry. So it's enough for us. How do you, how do you feign your orgasm well just i'm saying like with the um the sounds and the passion you know we both find it together in the in the improvisation if you will but there's no there's no actual liquid that do you like prop work object work the ejaculate like how does that no, work no 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 we don't go that far it's more of an emotional orgasm than a physical so you're not you're not really orgasming then uh, well, emotionally we are orgasming Imran. no but no 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 but not physically no no so it's not a real orgasm. Well, I mean, some people would say it is. I think the same endorphins are being released. No, I don't think so. So not only do you not Well, have right, you're a doctor. I real... forgot. Right. Not, what's that? What? I, I said I forgot that you're a doctor. Dr. Shake knows everything. I'm not. Listen, I'm not a doctor. I'm just saying. Right. You're a know-it-all millennial. Who thinks that he knows what endorphins? No, there's a physical component to an orgasm. Yeah, there's the emotional thing, but but the real deal is the physical thing. And there's endorphins that are okay. Well, yeah, said from someone who isn't having sex with anyone right now. Uh, no I, offense. Yeah, yeah. Is that correct? That is correct. You're going to sit here and tell me what endorphins are released between me and my girlfriend having fake sex. <laughs> anyway, uh, we wish Dick Jones a speedy recovery. God bless you, Dick Jones. We miss you, and we and Imran cannot wait to have you back on the show. Uh, I can. I can. You don't like Dick Jones. Huh? He makes you uncomfortable, doesn't he? You know what it is. It's the fact what is that it? he... Be honest. No shtick. No, I, I, he just comes on. He interrupts. Uh-huh. And he's right. freeloading off it. I don't know what I don't know what living arrangement you have with him. First off, I don't even understand that. Why Why do you care about the living arrangement I have with my friend Dick Jones? Why does that bother you? Because he's he's a moocher. He's mooching off. He eats all your food quite literally. He gets you know he gets a monthly check that actually helps me. <laughs> I'm a little envious of his stability. To be frank, I mean yeah, it all goes to food, but every once in a while, throw me a, a few bucks. Are you? This is the most depressing life. Are you life? committing welfare fraud with Dick Jones? I think we should move on. I think we should move on to porn titles. I think before... Uh, you want to hear think, some funny porn titles it, as we wrap up episode 28? Because Greg has to go make actual money. Yeah, uh, Imran has to go as well. Jerk off. Yeah, you working right now? Huh? Are you working right now? Yeah, my dick. All right, speaking of dick, some of the greatest, funniest porn titles. We'll start off with my favorite, and the show poster for this one is amazing. You've heard of Casablanca, right? Of course, yeah. the great classic. No. Sure. This one is called Asablanca. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's got okay. Humphrey Bogart staring as if he were staring at Ing- Ingmar Ingman Bergman, whatever the bitch's name is. <laughs> And instead of her face, it's someone's ass. It's <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Assablanca. Check it out. Check it out at your local porn. Oh team. my god. It's Yeah. Um and then some other funny that was my favorite. Bitanic. But <laughs> instead of Titanic, Bitanic. And you can guess what the subject matter of that is. Um you've heard of On Golden Pond? This is Ungolden Blonde, okay? Oh, I, I would have thought it would have gone for Ungolden uh, uh, Showers. Showers, yeah. Well, I think they'll probably piss on each other in that vile fucking, uh, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, hey, man, hey, if people like to pee-pee on each other, that's their business, man. We can't judge. You know, it was one of the first conversations me and Tom Hanks ever had, actually, that made me fall in love with her. We were blatantly talking about people who piss on each other 
And we just started riffing on, I'd piss on you just to see what it's like. And there you go. Bob's your uncle. My dick was hard immediately. Healthy. Um, you, you know, violinist girl and I, yeah. one of our first conversations was me doing the jerk off motion and she <laughs> and she being like, did you just do a jerk off motion on a first date with a girl you don't know? And I was like, yes, I did. And I stand by it. She was like, I approve. Yeah. Um, by the way, I, uh, you cut me off earlier. Update, update on uh, violinist girl. Do, do we have any uh, intro? Do we want to intro this or anything or we don't um, have the budget for it? Okay. Update, violinist update here. Uh, we've got some uh, pretty pretty stellar news. Uh, she is no longer appearing on my OkCupid uh, uh, bevy of women cast before me to scoop up. That's right. She's no longer appearing on my fe- on my feed, I guess, it, as it were, uh, which can only mean that she has started uh, dating someone. And that's great news because she'll date this guy for maybe a month, couple weeks, and realize that she had a much better time with me and was really in love with me. Because even when she'll be in bed with this guy, she'll be thinking of me and even whisper my name. You were a coxman so much so that she'll think of you while she's getting filled with yeah. dick. Yeah. That's not she'll yours. She'll be thinking about, yeah. Hmm? All right. I mean, she's a human being. She needs, she need, you know, she needs to have her pipes cleaned, as it were, you know, every now and then. So, uh, and and you know, yeah. that's understandable. But the thing is, she's gonna date this guy for a little bit, and she'll step inch just ever closer to coming back to me because she'll realize <laughs> what a dickhead this guy is, what a tool he is compared to me. Right. And she'll be like, you know what? Maybe I should go back to Imran. So, so you, this is the same story you're sticking to. to no, I, this is an up the major update. She's no longer showing on my feed, which I mean, we know it cannot be that she X'd me out because she would have done that long ago if she was going to do that. How do you know? You think your assumptions are fact. I mean, they're not fact. They're like 90 percent plausible. Make no mistakes. She is getting dicked, deep dicked right now. All right, that's our 28th episode. Please visit our new website, thewienershakeshow.com. Has every episode. Uh, also, also give us a call at 302-729-3664. Copy that. Thank you. Uh, or text message us. Yeah, text us, please. We don't want to have a conversation with you. Nobody does that these days. All right, I got to crank a huge load out. All right, well, that's it. That's it. That's it. So Bye. This is a production of Greg Wiener Productions, Inc. and Hollow Spirit Studios. Go to their website, hollowspiritstudios.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share. And to reach out to Greg Wiener or Imran Shake, feel free to message us at The Wiener Shake Show on our Facebook page. Or call 302-RAW-DONG. That's 302-729-3664. Thank you again for listening to The Wiener Shake Show. I'm Oprah Wiener. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations. Limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Get to Old Navy right now. All jeans are on sale up to 50% off. From just 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. Try on a pair in-store and save even more. With 5 bucks off your purchase of $50 or more during Old Navy's Great Denim Try-On-A-Thon. Hurry in now to find your perfect fit and save big with up to 50% off all jeans. Now at Old Navy. Valid 812 to 821. Excludes in-store clearance, gift cards, register lane items, and jewelry. $5 discount valid with jeans purchase.